been uh, just about 12 years now, and I guess it's, it makes you somewhat an historic relic, and I hate to put it that way, but it's been 12 years since you performed at the Sir John Hotel, which was the last act to ever come out of that hotel. Do you remember any other famous names that were there while you were there? Well, um, we used to basically work, you know, single shows where they only use one artist, but I can remember seeing people like Jackie Wilson, Joe Tex, and I remember a lot of the rehearsals for people like Dionne Warwick, Barbara McNair, Flip Wilson, because two of my brothers who were then playing with a group called the Afrobeats, they used to play behind them, they were guitarists. So I remember so many acts, you know, coming through there that I remember when I was going, I happened to be riding over that way and I saw them beginning to tear it down. And I said, how can they do this? Every time something gets old, they just tear it down instead of renovating it. I said, the, the kids will never have anything to, to look back at. You know, they'll never have anything to remind them of what it used to be like, you know. And um, that's a place that I believe needed to be, you know, restore, you know, restored rather than torn down because um, it meant so much to so many performers got their start there that are really, you know, look at Barbara McNair and Flip Wilson, world-renowned, you know, and it really could have, it could have done a lot for, you know, tomorrow in Miami. Would you say that uh, the Overtown area was sort of like a Miami Beach where blacks came from all over the country to check into the Sir John to see certain acts come there? Absolutely, and more and more because it was there was more going on. Like Miami Beach is sort of, that's like a presupposed atmosphere. But, you know, at the Sir John, you never knew just who was coming because a lot of acts just used to drop in and, you know, just sort of start singing, you know, and it was like a jam session. So um, I, I, it just really it disheartened me when, when I saw it being torn down. You know, it's, it's, I mean, why, why tear down something that is so legendary? Do you feel that uh, there can ever be another Overtown in that same general area? Well, I don't know. Uh, it would have to start from, like, well, from the bottom up. It, it would have to um, regain its, you know, its former fans because now everybody has their own little place they go now. You know, and they get relocated, like everybody basically moved from Overtown, and they're out in the city or Carroll City or Opelaka, Liberty City, so they're going to places that are out this way, wherein everybody used to live right over there, and you could catch 21 bus and just go straight to it, but um, I don't know, um, I'm hopeful that, you know, they could one day, you know, right in that same area maybe rebuild something. Was there ever... Uh, was there a, a star atmosphere? For example, could anyone just walk off the street and just walk into a nightclub and there was Jackie Wilson performing and he would take the time to just sit and chit chat? Yeah, it was. It was um, the, the star attitudes. I don't think it taken effect then. You know, now you know you can't get to him for 50 million security guards. But during that time, um, you could really see who you wanted to see. You know, they brought everybody. That's when Sam and Dave were so hot, and they used to, you know, all of these acts. They used to perform. It wasn't so lewd. Like now, when you go, uh, a lot of the acts don't rely on their actual vocal ability. They have these uh, uh, nude dancers or something added that takes your, uh, that distracts your attention from the fact that they cannot perform, you know, and they, they're, they're not doing it anymore. In other words, they're not using the, their inner ability that God gave them. They're like sort of parasitical. They're uh, relying on everything behind them, all of the lighting system, some bomb exploded, you know, something added, all of these little gimmicks. It's not really, there are not that many shows anymore, you know, where you really see an artist actually sweat for their money, you know, actually put out. They, everybody else works but the one that's up front.
the National Guard's armory. Right here, locally. Right. This was on uh, 20, 28th Street. Yeah, 28th Street, I'm thinking about 7th Avenue. Uh, that was when uh, C.T. Taylor used to um, be a disc jockey on WNBM, and he used to have um, a dance there every um, every Friday and Saturday night. Did you really realize at first that you were a star? Well, I, I never, I guess what star depicts to me means that one day you can fall, you know, and stars do fall, and that's it. So I always would say that I'm a moon. Because a moon eclipses every now and then, but you always know it's coming back, and it's bigger, you know, and I, and it doesn't fall. And it's like um, I have a tendency to do that in my career. I'm big at times, and I wane a little, you know, and I deviate like when I... I co-wrote it along with Casey, who you know from Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yeah. You keep good company. You know, we've talked over the years. I, I, I read somewhere once where when you were a little bitty girl, you were in a record store listening to the record by a late friend of mine, Billy Stewart. Now, none of these kids here know Billy Stewart. He's long since gone from the scene, unfortunately. But what was the name of the song? Summertime. It was from Porgy and Bess, wasn't it? Or no, no uh, Showboat. Yeah, it was, it was a, the old show tune, but it was really done up. Did you emulate him or, or imitate him or how? What, what, I've forgotten the story. Didn't somebody come in and hear you singing right. with it? That was like my. Uh, that was a gift. I picked it up at a record shop. You know, you win a guess yeah. that tune contest, and I went to get this record, and that happened to be one of the top records. She says, "I'll play it for you," and I started singing along with it. And I had noticed that these two guys have been standing behind me listening to me sing. And they came up to you and said, "We want to want you name? to sing." What's yeah. What's your name? You know. And I had two cousins with me, and they were pushing me up. Yeah, she can do it. She can do it. So I got all this confidence up, and here I am today. This sounds like a like a, a movie script or something. Were they were for real. Were they in the music business? They were, they were in the music business. As a matter of fact, the first time I appeared on your show when I was 13, "Girls Can't Do What the Guys Do," they wrote that. Unbelievable. Now your travels have taken you. Where have you been in the world? Oh, Saudi Arabia, South America, England, Wales. Uh, this year, I'm going to Italy again. Uh, oh, I've done a lot of traveling. Life's been pretty good. Where's your home? I'm from Miami, Florida. This is a Miami day. Because we got Foxy later on. We're going to talk to them.